You create your life with the stories you tell yourself. Want more fun, love, and money? Then write your new story and live into it. Louis DiBianco's podcast, Change Your Story, Change Your Life, shows you how to discover your empowering story. You'll meet many successful people who have created magnificent lives, even when the odds were stacked against them. Plus, you'll learn the secrets of great storytelling that can explode your business. And now, here is your host, Louis DiBianco. Everything looks like a failure in the middle. Those words were spoken by Rosabeth Moss Cantor, a Harvard professor. Hey, hello storytellers, and welcome once again to another episode of One Word Stories as part of the Change Your Story podcast. I'm your host, Louis DiBianco. Today we're going to explore one word that has such a powerful effect in our lives, so powerful that very often we're not even aware that it's doing its nasty work. And that word is the word failure. We're all affected by the meaning that we give to that word. Let's think about what Rosabeth Moss Cantor has said, that everything looks like a failure in the middle. What exactly does that mean? It means that unless we get to the end, unless we finish something, we're going to feel that we have failed. In other words, whenever we quit because something is too hard, the moment we say to ourselves, oh, I don't know how to do this, I can't do this, I don't have what it takes to do this, and we quit, then we're in the middle where everything looks like a failure. Now let's really explore this word and the effect that it has in our lives. It's one little word, seven letters, and yet it has the ability to steal your quality of life, to make you less than what you can be, to make you less than what your potential really is. And the only reason that it does that is because you and I, all of us, sometimes, all too often, give the word permission to steal from us. Now I want you to play a little game. I want you to start thinking about words as things, as objects that you can see, that you can touch, that you can feel. And in this case, the word failure is a set of prison bars. Can you see that? And you are behind those bars. You can hold on to the bars. You can try to shake them. But you can't get beyond them. Or can you? Now I want you to stand back from the bars. And see those bars starting to fade. They're fading, fading, fading until... They disappear. But here's the thing. They may have disappeared from your vision, but they're just invisible. They're still there. In fact, if you attempt certain things, 
that scare you, that have stopped you in the past, you're going to run right up against those invisible bars and not move forward. They literally stop you from moving forward and growing in your life. Thoughts like, mm, what if I do this and I make a big mistake and people laugh at me? What if my friends or my family tell me, why are you so stupid to try something that you know you can't do? You know the drill. You know the self-talk that comes up whenever you're going to attempt something that you may want to try but seems beyond your reach, seems unattainable, maybe seems impossible. So, what do we do? Well, often what we do is we do nothing. We like to think of ourselves as reasonable, as rational, as grown up, as mature, so we're not going to attempt something that we know is going to fail. And so we plot along, we accept mediocrity, we accept not leaping into an area of life that could put us in touch with our own greatness, and we plot along. We do what Henry David Thoreau says that most people do. They live lives of quiet desperation. But you know what? It doesn't have to be that way. Think of how many times you say no when you're presented with a challenge that is going to take you into the unknown, is going to take you beyond your comfort zone, is going to make you attempt something that you've never attempted before, or something that you did attempt, but somehow it didn't work out. How many times do you say no to these things? Consider for a moment the famous story about Thomas Alva Edison. He made 10,000 attempts to invent the light bulb before he got it right. And when he was asked, well, how did it feel to fail that many times? He said, I didn't fail. I found 9,999 ways that it didn't work. Edison was not controlled by the word failure. So now, let's play this game. Let's get rid of the word failure altogether. You might say, well, that's not possible. That's fake. Really? What are words? Where do they come from? Who created them? Human beings created them. You're a human being, I presume. So, what we've created, we can destroy. We can change. What if we take the word failure and replace it with the word discovery? Discovery doesn't have a negative connotation. It has a positive connotation, has a positive meaning and a positive feeling for us. And the feeling is everything. So now, when you're faced with a challenge, with something that you're not sure about, you don't know if you can accomplish it. What if you thought, doesn't matter. I'm going to take actions toward it. 
and I know that I'm going to make some kind of discovery. Discovery is proactive. It's, it's progress. It's growth. And all that really matters is growth. When you stop worrying about the judgments that people will put on you, when you attempt something and it doesn't pan out or it doesn't give you the result that you wanted, when you stop worrying about that, you become powerful, you become free, and you are allowing yourself to move beyond that invisible barrier, those invisible prison bars, and to grow into your potential. I urge you to really examine all of the ways that that simple word failure has made you its slave. Decide today that you are going to become its master, that you will never let that word limit you again, and that the next time that you have a desire to try something that's way beyond your comfort zone, that seems out of your reach, that seems impossible, but it really excites you, that you're going to go for it. Remember the words of Les Brown. He says, The how is none of your business. You don't have to know how you're going to accomplish it. The only thing that matters is taking that first step, plunging into the exciting possibility, and at the very least, you'll make a discovery. And when you do, you'll be growing. And when you're growing, you are fully alive. And when you make a breakthrough, let me know about your victories and discoveries by contacting me at loseclub at gmail.com, L-O-U-S-C-L-U-B at gmail.com. Take that first step toward an unlimited you right now by asking, how can I change my story and change my life? Tune in to the next episode of Louis DiBianco's podcast. Become unstoppable as you learn to change your story, change your life.